Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You're back again to the Ali Latest Podcast. Today, with another interesting topic. Is religion still relevant and what role does it play? You see that the way the human has evolved through the centuries from the very most primitive state, some believe in evolution and some believe in Adam, from the most primitive nature of a man to what we are, the modern human, to modern homo sapiens sapiens. We have seen a trend in a religion shift in each and every culture around the world, talking about the Sumerians, the first human civilization, that is, the first recorded human civilization, and we are talking about the ancient Chinese, we're talking about the Aztecs, all over the world, right? Each of these religions have had, each of these civilizations have had a religion, one way or the other. So now we are questioning what the fundamentals of religion, whether it's still relevant for the modern age, and or it was just an evolution or an adaptation trait. So in this in the session we have some Kiwi Sochamini and we have Franklin Misango and I, David Rondo. Oh, Franklin, take it off. Uh, okay. So uh, of course uh, as we know that uh, as we know religion like when when I when I when I speak about religion to someone else from a basic stance, they'll think about uh, Christianity, Islam Hinduism, Buddhism, uh, Taoism, and you can name them all. And all these uh, uh, religions have one ground, have one common ground base, which is uh, there's attribution of a higher superior being, and uh, who is much more like more wiser, more stronger than the his his counterpart. But now, for me, I really don't uh, conform with what uh, religion tends to paint uh, the picture of. Uh, of God or any any person who's superior, because I really I really don't I really don't uh, think that uh, there is a there is a, a a correct paternal image of God according to how these religions clearly depict Him. So for me, I do I do think that uh, religion basically is just a set of rules. It is a set of rules. Like you are being told, like uh, when you go deep into the sex of religion, just approach Roman Catholicism for for instance, you can see that there are specific ways of praying. Like you are told that at this point and this juncture, you're supposed to bow down. You're supposed to kneel. When we are when they lift that uh, what they call the communion, you're supposed to respect it in a certain way. So there's uh, that kind that that aspect of trying to like implore some rules and regulations on to what a person is supposed to approach his or her own uh, spiritual like his or her own spiritual realm or God like that's what I de- I don't conform to because someone might be having a, a different uh, opinion of God but since they are born into a society where there's a there's a much there's a cloud which is uh, encompassing that society whereby it's it's termed as heresy to believe in something which many people do not conform so they are forced automatically to believe into into something or rather to like practice into something which at a later stage in life they tend to disagree and they cannot find that safe space to like uh, pour out their disagreement on how the society is handling this kind of stuff so whoever whoever bro, whoever came up with uh, with religion basically he just wanted to like uh, establish a a ground of control like so that so that people don't like uh, be extremists. I I'll I'll, I'll I'll explain further like uh, as we go as we go throughout the topic. But also feel free to drop in a comment and uh, 
just 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 keep keep on listening and let's think about it so what what does religion mean to you what what when 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 you say like i'm a, maybe i'm a christian i am a buddhism i am a, i am a, i am a judaist what does it mean yeah so what okay. do you think others um okay, so the question was uh, is religion still relevant in these days and age um, my answer is like an emphatic yes Well, most of us would probably describe religion as maybe the belief in and the worship of a supernatural, of a superhuman or supernatural controlling power. Case in point, God. But I believe it should be more of like a particular system of faith or worship. So religion is more of like a social and a cultural system of designated behaviors and practices. You know, incorporating morals, beliefs, um, worldviews. You know, and ethics that that, that 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 then you bring forward into like an organizational structure and you make it like an organized setting, and then it's now religion. Now I will go back to the one where we worship a supernatural deity, which is the one I strongly believe in as a Christian. Um, is is God still relevant in these days and age? He's pretty much so, according to me, the Bible. Which uh, most of the philosophers in the room would dispute <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, the Bible is still relevant in these days and age. It might be the most um, incredible philosophical book ever written because it, it remains relevant with the times. One can say it's, it's like a, a machine of propaganda. One can say it's the word of God. There are so many. There are so many arguments about it, but they are all still relevant. I'm making an example. The Bible says in the end times we will see violence, we will see wars, we will see um, supernatural powers, sorry, we will see superpowers of countries ruling over the world. Today we see the same thing. We are, we are in like a nuclear war or an imminent nuclear war where countries are flexing their arsenals every day, showing each other how much power they have. I don't personally believe we'll ever see a nuclear war because that would annihilate mankind as we know it, and I don't think the deep state which runs the world economy would uh, would actually endorse that. But then I do, we do see the trends. We do we do see the evidence that um it is maybe the end times as the Bible describes it. Or was it the Bible also saying this because of like how things were happening way back two thousand years ago when 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 there were superpowers there was a Roman Empire there was um, an Israeli Empire as well or Jewish Empire rather but still because um, human behavior even though we are evolved has sort of like stayed the same and um, maybe the Bible still stays relevant in that way because. Even if we evolve more and we get into AI and other super, and other supercomputer stuff that will make the world easier for humans, in the end, the, the, the human behavior stays immeasurably the same, such that um, the Bible would still be relevant in those times as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I can give it to another colleague too. So, 
interesting. I seem to agree with Sam on the concept that religion, because I would like to believe that religion is a system of worship towards a God. I, I would like to believe that religion is like a system of worship, organized way of worshiping a God. Like we develop, we discover a deity, we get in contact with the deity. Then we know what what we have to do to venture into spirituality. Then we organize ourselves structures that help us to get close to that deity, whether it's by praying, it's by sharing what we must do as a hum, as humans. We would like to believe that it's a fallacy to to deny that spirituality is real. For example, for me, I personally grew in a society which was very spiritual in terms of, from a Christian view, I would say that I would like to stay the very alive spiritual background you see people getting healed i had seen a lot of miracles and i myself by the power of god i also performed some miracles i so something that i would say that it's relevant it's very relevant but what i would want to what i would say is no longer relevant in this modern age is our view of religion our definition of religion or our definition of our religion should we practice because i i would like to believe that looking at the basis like what was the how religions that would see that for example in a christian faith for example the christian faith it's us discovering our god having contact with our god then knowing what god wants and knowing what we need to do to maintain our spirituality so spirituality has always been an aspect of our human of our human nature that has always remained ever since we were born right and in our attempt to venture understand and understand our spirituality we develop ways to which we can help us grow and in, in trying to develop ways we find that we can develop a community a community with someone who can lead us and someone who can tell us how to do it better and the, but you know as humans evolved now the way in which we did this thing lost the meaning or the essence of what religion is or what religion was so i'd like to believe that religion is too relevant in the modern age but our definition of religion is the one that needs to be revised of what we call religion and how we practice religion and i would like to refer to my favorite verse in the bible it says god is seeking those who worship him in spirit and in truth and i as a possible philosopher, I strongly disagree with people who like to be so conservative on what should be done rather than why it is done. So that's why we ask these questions. Is religion too relevant and how can we do it? So for me, I would say that the relevance of religion lies in the revision of why we had religion rather than on the... As a scientist also, looking from it as a scientist, as a magician, someone who thinks rationally, who looks at evidence, I would like to say that the the, the, def, the definition of religion or the way religion is portrayed to the world is the one that we need to revise not religion itself what do you think Freddy? oh okay uh basically I'll, I'll approach this stance with two uh, strong perspectives not strong but two like two just two perspectives to like uh challenge you uh, to challenge to, to like challenge and also let and also uh, give you the space to think through it so um uh, Okay, so uh, because I think like uh, uh, the the way okay, I'll I'll use Christianity as the best because it's the most uh, subtle uh, religion to, in the world currently, right? So um, the cons the let me say the the space in which this these events, for example, if you refer to the Bible, you notice that all the events take place in a certain scope, which is the Near East, mm -hmm. the Israel. That's that's all that 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 space, the Persian Gulf, 
all through that space. So uh, what about the other parts of the world, the, the other scope of the world? Does it mean when the white men uh, came back, came into like uh, other species, the African continent, for instance, when they were spreading the religion, when they were spreading the what they termed as the word of God, I don't know. Does it mean that uh, they were trying to advocate that their God was superior than the God of others? Because you notice that uh, many people who are still naive into their uh, traditional ways of worship, they were forced to revamp their current view and uh, uh, follow the what they thought was right. So uh, to me, that came in as a, it was not uh, to me came that came in as not a method of trying to influence people to have faith, but it came in as a method to first instill uh, that vulnerability so that they could be controlled and. Uh, when 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 you, when you look at uh, that perspective why the white men came to like uh, some vulnerable spaces they first had to bring in religion to weaken them so th 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 does that mean that uh, whichever the system is does that mean that the white uh, the imperial white because at that at that space the white uh, imperialism was so much strong and they made everything in the bible to become so white and even 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 if even even if like even if i trade even if i like uh give you an image of a god who is black it does not seem to make sense to most people even if i go and tell africans what if maybe god is black what if maybe we have black angels it doesn't seem to make sense why does it have to be like a white a white a white being so yeah yeah like why does it have to be like some certain aspects of god like why does it have to be white why do we have to have white angels why is uh, some species not included in the in the Bible? So, uh, feel free to talk through us. Feel free to comment. Feel free to to talk. Yeah. So, why why are some aspects not why are some aspects not included in this uh in this in this in this uh system which is believed to be the the truth why is why, why is it like why is it focusing on some scopes and why is it that is it's so much whitened other such that some aspects are not included such that some cultures are not addressed into the the system i think this a system which is true should be inclusive it will cover all the the context it, sh it should it should cover the context of all peoples so why 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 is it that why is it so white does does it imply something? Does it imply something? Like yeah, yeah. Okay. In in that note, um, maybe maybe we should we should explore, Francis, as to why is there a need for religion in the very first place. Mm -hmm. I feel like once we understand that part, then we we can understand the, its relevance as well. First of all, there's a human being is inclined to have a reason to believe in something. Right, our ancestors before the imperialists came, mm -hmm. they believed in answer. They believed in sorry, like that that ancestors actually exist in a supernatural state. That 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 humans who are where their forefathers have now crossed to the other side of life, where they can intercede on their behalf to some supernatural deity that will bring them luck, or help them win the war, or help them bring rain so their crops could go. In fact, in, in my culture, there's actually there's actually a myth that um, my surname, my clan of people would actually make the rain. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it would be a drought and then only in my area it would rain. I've, I've never seen it with my own eyes, but there's a legend about it. 
which 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 tells you that that's sort of like a supernatural power that was that, 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 that was taking place. So there's actually a philosopher who said, if God did not exist, maybe it would be necessary to invent him. Why? Because um, we are humans. We live in the world, and yes, it's survival of the fittest. Yeah. Every day there's adversity. You look into the animal kingdom. I once asked myself this question that um. Ha ha ha! Why is nature so? It's fair, right? It's it's not cruel. It's fair, but you, as an observer, you'd be out there rooting for the the the, the thing, the, the elephant with its baby, while it's being chased by the lions, forgetting that the lions have actually children too that need to eat, and then they need to eat the baby of the elephant. <laughs> it's survival of the fetus. One would look at it and be like, oh, it's so cool. Oh my God, the baby elephant needed to leave. But the babies of the lions, the cubs, needed need to feed as well. So the lions are doing the needful, the meaningful, so, so their babies could survive. So in that way, nature really isn't, um, isn't really cruel. It's fair. It's the survival of the fetus. So in, in, that, in that way, because we really cannot control everything, we make it up in our minds that you know we need to actually believe in something far more superior than us. You know, if 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 all humans are fallible, then there must be a supernatural deity that's infallible that that I can pray to or believe in that would help me. You know, with like supernatural miracles. I'm making an example. Yeah. You know, like. You can see religion. Some see religion as opium of the masses. Like it's it's my it's my drug, my kind of poison. Whenever I'm feeling down, I'm making an example. Yeah. Whenever I'm feeling down, I listen to worship music, and then my my spirit is uplifted. That that, that has an inherent um link to the very fact that I believe in God. And whenever the worship music that praises God is played, it makes me believe that my problems, He's taking care of them. He's already interceding on my behalf that whatever I have that I've brought to him would then be taken care of and then I feel better. I feel uplifted. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that, that, that's because I believed in the music that I was playing as a Christian. So someone might believe in ancestors. I'm making for an example of that. Might go to like consult a traditional healer and, and, and then they have problems. We are humans. We are surviving. Everyone is trying to survive in their angle of existence. Less free of, of, of existence. The more we are trying to survive, the more we encounter those problems because life is fair. You can say it's unfair, but it's fair because all oh, these problems are happening to every, every single person. One might be having a sickness, a terminal illness, one might be living in, 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 in severe poverty. You know, it, it, it all just balances each other and cancels each other out. So life is fair in that way. But then the per- the person who has terminal illness but has all the money in the world, or the people or the person who has perfect health but is in poverty, they need to like actually be believing in something that they can control. That then the, 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 the when they realize that we really cannot control everything. Here I am with perfect health, but I'm poor. And then here is the rich man who has cancer, but he's all super rich. He has the money. I have the health. And then it's for balance. Then they they all they they all ought to actually believe in something. Maybe maybe the rich man acquired his money through making a deal with the devil. It's like an African legend. I don't know if you have heard about. Usually, I don't know. Maybe he was a snake. I don't know what what myth uh, 
Kenyans have or Zimbabweans have, but in, in my country, everyone who's reached the, the public would say he has a snake or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just assume he has that snake. <laughs> For assumption purposes, the snake miraculously gives him money. <laughs> yeah. He believes in that snake. It, it, it's a supernatural power. I'm making an example. Mm-hmm. But then the poor person who has health but no money also has to believe that God is hearing his prayers every day when he's praying for an opportunity to actually provide for his family. So that's the need for religion. That's the basic need for it. We need it because in in a world where everything is against us, we need to have the belief in a superpower who will at least, you know, it makes us feel better that um, the superpower, the deity, the supernatural being is actually hearing our prayers that it's going to be all right, it's going to be okay, it's going to be taken care of things. Now, that's the need. And that's what makes it more relevant. And and, 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 and whatever you can do, 100 years from now, you have super AI, you have stuff that would make the world incredible, but there will still be someone who is in, who's needful of something. I don't know, you might have nanomites that are, that, that, that are medically engineered and designed to go and attack the cancer cells in someone's body and then they're just suddenly completely free of cancer. And then now there's now no need for chemotherapy, I'm making an example. But you realize that only the rich would be affording that kind of treatment. What about the poor person who has no access to that? They will still need to believe in a data that will help them in a supernatural way. Mm-hmm. So religion will forever stay relevant. What do you have to say, David? Oh, there's an interesting yeah. insight. So, <laughs> I that uh, that stance is very plausible. I consider it very plausible. It's Nietzschean way mode of thinking. Although Nietzschean, although Nietzsche, Nietzsche, Friedrich Nietzsche goes on to say that humans have evolved beyond that psychological need for God. That's why Nietzsche preaches so much about the death of God and the rise of the Superman. That there is a time when you realize that. There's a time when you realize that, you know what, <laughs> these are just prim- primitive human instincts. And then we will... So. <laughs> Wait, okay. So, he believes that, you know, we'll go beyond this primitive human instinct to be the right superman or, the quote-unquote, to be who we are, the, 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 the nature. Even Nietzsche himself, I, he also, I also once saw an article on Nietzsche, he was discussing, describing the modern man wasn't, but he was describing all oh, this today, right? How he was right and stuff like that. And I would like to disagree for me. I would like to disagree in that religion is not a psychological thing. Religion can take a psychological stance, but it is not the psychological thing. So this, the human psychology is not the foundation for religion. I would like to go back to Franklin first. You see, when we say that, as I said first, humans, all humans are inherently spiritual. In either culture, if you go to ancient Chinese, you go to ancient America, or you go to ancient South America, you go to ancient Africa, humans are inherently spiritual, right? They somehow, with us, when you go to India, maybe when they did not know, for example, the, the Christian God, for example, they have their own way of relating the supernatural. You go to Australia, they were natural aborigines. You go to anywhere, in humans are inherently spiritual beings, right? Uh-huh. You know, looking at Jamie Will, Jamie Will goes on to say that they search for meaning, like, because we as humans, we are looking for meaning, right? We somehow, it, we somehow look for our meaning. We try to attribute the meaning for life 
somewhere so that we can have that hope that maybe our wretched human condition somewhere somehow might make sense if we believe that there's something that is higher than me, something that can actually help me if I reach out, right? That is a psychological thing that we believe that our evolution as people and how we have evolved, we needed God to be able to cope with the things of the world that we did not understand. That is plausible. And I would like to comment this. Philosophy in the nature of reality is that just because something is plausible doesn't mean that it is the thing that is in operation in a certain environment. I might say that this house came down from heaven. This room came down from heaven. We see this room is from heaven. We see this room. This room is present, right? And it's plausible that it's all nice and stuff. If say everyone is living in huts, everyone is living in huts. When you find this house, it's living. But then we say, so I told you that this room came from heaven. I'll go to all dimensions and you look at every house here. Is, it has hearts, but somehow this room is different because it's, it came from heaven. But then we look and then we realize later, later on we realize actually no, it was actually someone maybe from another continent who in their continent they built nice houses. So we just discovered that this person built these houses. You see, yes, it was at first it was possible to say that this house came from heaven because it was not the same as our uh, the houses that we know, the conventional house and materials. And this this analog I would like to parallel to religion because just because the psychology or the, the psychology of the human being attributing religion as a psychological need to cope with the with the incongruences of our world doesn't mean that that is what actually happened. So in, in the terms of inclusivity, we see that when you're talking about religion in an, from the West, right, for, for example, Christianity, right, we couldn't, the, those, when you say, for example, the Bible, the Bible, what happened, it's like a collection of stories that were happening to the people of God in that area. With, <laughs> and in, in those collection of stories, we hear there's a space where God talks to the people. There's a space when people talk to each other. There's a space where people are doing things like the, the Bible is like the history of the people who encountered God. That's why we hear that. And then God said this, then God said this. Then. So we can't, we can't, we can't expect to see South Americans in the Bible, because the Bible is a collection of stories of people who worked with God, who heard, up, who heard from God, and how the message from God was relayed to humanity. Right? This, we cannot expect to see every culture in that. But what you can expect to see in the Bible is an absolute moral standard. Like We, we can expect to see a certain principle, like it's, it, because the Bible idealizes all it shows all the trends of humanity. We see wars, we see pestilences, we see betrayals, we see all those kind of stuff in the Bible. It t- sort of like takes the whole picture, right? Then, so that's why we don't see everything. What is universal about the Bible is the principles, not like the blacks or the whites or whoever is in the Bible, but it's the principles that is, or the aspects of life that are reflected between those stories of people doing what they did and stuff like that. And imperialists saw that they could actually harness or actually use the power of the Bible because since it's a it's a great tool of like it rests within the human psychology. Like if I tell you something that gives because it gives hope, I can actually take it which I so that I can actually make you that's like I was saying earlier, I when I started manipulation, dissection and stuff like that. You can take something that is purely innocent, then butcher it to be able to fit your needs like imperialism. These people uh, okay. Once yeah. did missionary study, right? This, how did the missionary missionary? I once studied missionary work in, in Africa. Missionaries were like they couldn't convert people and stuff like that because before imperialists came, there was just missionaries who were preaching, but they were not so successful in their missionary venture. Then came the imperialists. You know what? I can actually find you, but what you just need is I to help me to 
talk to the, with, with the normal people, I'll, I'll help you set up your things and stuff like that. And that is what happened, right? And when that happened, in the, the the message of the missionaries were now embraided with imperialist concepts. Like if, if, if we talk about love, right? Because love is such a universal principle, the imperialist now takes love to their own like to their own mission, like if I tell you love me, so you cannot beat me. Not because okay. you created these principles to control you, but these principles were taken so that they can control people. Not that they are the way the, the root of why why they were here is what was control. That's when you see that's why I say so uh, I want us to shift the discussion for this segment, let's shift to venture the psychology of religion. The the how is religion just like a way of trying to adapt to to the human nature, the human psychology, like I create a God because I want to feel something, you know, if I, at least if I, if I, I can blame the devil for my problem, then I won't feel so bad if I can, or was it actually something that is there, but we just, we are the ones who butchered it to fit mm-hmm. our primitive evolutionary states, you see, like just because we talk about love, right, then me, I somehow believe that if I teach about love, then you now believe in love, then I can now use that concept of love to abuse you because you think that if I have love, then I cannot, I should not pretend pain. This is aspect that you should consider about religion. How has religion, how has the message of religion passed down to humanity? Is it religion the problem or is it the people who tried to pass the message of religion to the people, right? So, yeah. Okay, Sam, take it. <laughs> um... I'm thinking about the point you just made about um you know the need for <laughs> for love, the need for belief, being like a primitive the need to quench your suffering. <laughs> yeah. Um I think you are very much misinformed today. So in the it's not it's not primitive. It's the very basis of, of, of what makes us humans in the very first place. That's why I call it primitive. Because it, it's like at the unrefined nature. Like, yeah. Do we do like, because I'm, I'm, I'm saying this in an instance that, you know, you, you, you are talking about a, a dystopian utopia, whatever it is, where we are now supercomputers and the human is like utilizing, I don't know, 20% of his or her brain just like they did in Lucy, and now they can make things levitate or whatever. I'm making an example. And then they don't need God because now the humans can do supernatural things. They can travel into galaxies and come back and stuff. But, <laughs> but you realize that even in, in, in that utopia or whatever it is, they'll still be poor people. And whenever there's poverty, there'll be someone who wants to believe that there's something better than I'm currently so, Can I ask? Okay, so just a quick question. So do you think that people want religion because they want to satisfy a psychological need or people want or religion is an it is like an absolute thing that we people relate to in different settings or it's just an evolution just because I want to believe in something. It's not it's all it's all evolutionary. If, even if even if I'm not poor, even if I'm rich, I'm I'm still thinking about the end. I mean in future humans maybe can live to maybe 150 years because now I can just like you know use nanomites and then they, they will make an arm whenever it's amputated they can just put it back in and clone an arm and clone it my heart and clone my lungs. I'm making an example, but still there will be an end, 
and and uh, when even even the aristocrats, even even the Portuguese, if you can put it in those terms, will still be thinking in their mind what what happens after after it all ends, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing, like. Where am I going? <laughs> if it all ends today, like where am I going? What happens? I feel like we as humans, we can never evolve to the extent where we think it just ends. Like killing a chicken and then it just ends. I'm making an example. We will, us being at the top of the food chain, we always like to believe that we are better than the rest of the animal kingdom. And then when it ends, we would like to believe that we have a soul that goes somewhere. Is isn't that religion? Okay, for the sake, answer quickly the difference. Then we can go to French. Like even 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 five hundred from uh, five thousand years from now, there will be an end. We have to die at some point. No. But because we have that intelligence, we all ought to think that there is an end. That's why for me, I was saying that because our nature as humans, like for example, there are some things which are inherent as because humans. That's why, like for me, that's why I said that. Humans are inherently spiritual beings. And that spiritual being, whether you get everything in life, whether you have achieved all that you wanted to achieve and you don't, you, you think you have understood life, there's always that spiritual aspect that will always be looking beyond the material world. And that, and I would like to believe that this religion now, and that, and we should not deny the existence of that aspect of our our reality, that immaterial aspect of our reality, right? Because in our attempt, and we have seen that across cultures, in our attempt to to reach out to that immaterial aspect of our reality, which we are inherently compelled to do, that's where we find religion. Whether we find religion, others think that it's true or not, but somehow in our, even take a human who has never, because I'm taking a civilization, we have never been in contact but somehow you see them with a certain way of worship, a certain way, which means that humans are inherently that, and that is inherently that. And I would not like, I would like not for us not to dismiss. <laughs> I, I would like us not to dismiss these aspects, but rather to acknowledge that, but rather to acknowledge that we have these inherent aspects, and we can only change the what what we believe religion is, rather than saying religion is irrelevant. Because yes, we can understand the world and stuff like that, but the quest for understanding is not the. It, it may be one of the core reasons why people go to to religion, but it goes beyond that. What if you understand something? Maybe you get the meaning that you are seeking for, or the enlightenment, the kundalini, or something beyond. Then, if you get that, it's still there is also that's our human nature. That is our that inherent part of our world, which is reaching out. So, like you believe, religion is relevant in the aspect that it reaches out to these. It reaches out beyond the, the material and immaterial world, and. Okay, it reaches out to the core of our, so like also reach a certain epistemological standard to what we are, like our basis of what is right, what is good, the morals, and how to govern our world. Provide that absolute epistemological standard that we need as as a as a civilization. That's why I would say it's relevant in today's world, and it's still relevant mm-hmm. in any way because it gives us the moral compass. Because the thing is, say we abolish all religions, we abolish all whatever it is, then the place for we do not kill. Why should I kill a person? Say someone kills my mother. Why should I kill them? But I would like to believe that, say, for example, religion can factor into that aspect of our consciousness. Because even our conscious, we humans are instinctive. We we are nat- we naturally have a conscience, right? 
This is and it's something that we should never run away from because we have a sense of right and wrong and stuff like that. And same as religion. Religion is also a part of that immaterial world, but our human nature is still trying to reach out in different ways and we find maybe we find maybe our God in different ways. Like in our search we maybe you according to Jamie Witt when he said that maybe that need to get somewhere or that inflation point meaning three point meaning two meaning two point zero whereby liberalism meets meets traditional religion right that point where we just need to inflate and stuff like that but in as much as we can follow all through all this aspect we will always see that these are aspects even if we go to super artificial intelligence and whatever that it is religion will always be relevant because it is part of us it is part of our human nature it is who we are so we can only change and revise how we practice religion or what we call religion but our spirituality can it's something that we can never deny whether you believe or do not believe, our spirituality is inherent. That's what I'd like to say, frankly. Oh, okay. Uh, you're almost nearing it. But uh, literally, to me, like... Uh, mm-hmm. So, when uh, when I think about a system where there's, a, there's some certain limits into which a person can behave, this is this is why I think religion is is still relevant because we need to have control. Just just imagine a world where there was no where there was no uh, the Bible was not advocating for hast thou shall not kill, hast thou shall not covet the wife. So it will it it would have been like a a world where any every person was was basically free to do anything, which is not rational, which is not uh, supposed to be to be occurring in the real world. So that's why we have to have that system where. Like uh, there's some certain limits to into which a man can or a, a human being can go against. So that's why that's why I don't really uh, deny the relevance of religion, but how it's actually advocated because you cannot because you you cannot you cannot expect a person who's using his full mind to just uh, follow a blind path and like like suffer your whole life and still and. And believe that there is a bigger plan. What bigger plan now? Like, why should I should I should I suffer and still hope? Why should I suffer in the basis of hoping that there'll be a bigger? There's a bigger plan for me. Like, I don't I, I don't really understand that. So uh, that's what I, I tend to to conflict. Like uh, over over the years, uh, religion has been used to like uh, maximize uh, control, which is not bad, but. It has also delved into the lifestyles of people. Now that you're seeing a person, uh, like uh, someone just maybe, as you were saying, David was saying, that someone kills your parents and religion that holds you back from killing those people. But I think people are becoming more and more uh, tolerant to things which do not which do not uh, make them feel happy. Because uh, Alan Watts was saying that it's okay to feel, you're supposed to feel, you're supposed to react. So why should I hold my feelings back? Because... I am regulated by a system. Like, should they, should they, should they, should they suffer because there is a bigger plan uh, coming in? And yeah, that's that. Those are some of the things that I do tend to like address when it comes to this system. The system is not bad, but how how the system is being used by people who have a higher power in that in that in the, because for every system they, we must have the top echelon, and uh, yeah. Be, uh, and uh, that top echelon has to like uh, rule uh, the lower echelons, and that's why you'll find that even when they are deciding uh, which uh, methods or which uh, scriptures should be 
used to like uh, spread this word. They have there is a certain number or the certain individuals who are chosen to like regulate the number of books that should be. Why should it be liberal? Where like every person is allowed to read what they want? Like they should allow people then all or, or they should allow every person to like uh, contribute because it's it's uh, God like God how He is portrayed in the Bible. If he's portrayed to be like uh, welcoming, accommodative, so why why is it that there's a specific sect or a specific echelon which is um, which regulates the the participation of people into such issues? Why is it that there is a small sect that determines which things people should read, that determines which uh, method people should uh, should worship? But anyway, as at the end of the day, I I I am not I am not I'm not a uh, a person who can just blindly follow into religion, but I think it's necessary for the control, because right now, like, uh, it's just a book, like, as uh, some Kelso is saying, a philosophical book. Like, you also need to like find some moral stances, and I think the Bible has done a great thing in doing that. Like, uh, you are like, uh, like when you feel like you want to do bad, just go there and read. That's what I do think. The, what uh, religion came for, but. Uh, actually, now getting into influence the lifestyles of people, I don't think that's cool. Because why should they suffer and still hope? Why should they suffer in the in the in the in the hope that there's a blind faith? There's a sorry, not a blind faith. There's a bigger plan. Why is it? Why is it that way in religion? And why 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 is it that when I die, when I die, like when I've done bad things, I am promised to burn. Uh, like eternally in in fires of hell, like it doesn't make sense to like. And also, I don't think there's any human being who can be who is nostalgic to sing and praise forever and ever the way the Bible puts it. So uh, unless unless I'm mis- I'm uh, there's a small misinterpretation of what the Bible I might be saying. Unless uh, it's being misinterpreted because like it doesn't make sense to, like pre- to like sing and over and over again. What do you think, David? Like me, I, I just cannot conform to such. It just seems like a story made up. I just don't. I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I'd like to say that uh, the nature of religion itself is absolutely right. Uh, but my stance lies on to how has religion been passed down across generations? Because at some point, I was studying Christian history, looking at how this stuff. How it from where it started and how it moved over the centuries into mm-hmm. the image that we now have, right? And we have we realized that these certain images of what we call religion have been shaped by people with specific yeah. agendas. Yeah. Some were good, some were not so good. Because we look at, for example, the early days of the development of the Bible, there was Marcionism, there was all these other all different philosophies that were used and or paradigms that were somehow used or trying to shape how we could perceive religion for example well, now i'm talking in the context of the christian religion and i would like to say that religion is a very powerful tool and humans as as humans we have come to take it like as a since it's very powerful we can use it to control other people we can use it to control ourselves we can use it to pass different modes and stuff like that so i'd like to say that what i'm against what is no longer relevant is that religion which say for example religion which is against development religion which is on crucifying people yeah. for other stuff that could yeah. that could be fine outside yeah, yeah. for me i'd like to believe that 
for example, I would like to believe that God is an omnipotent God. God is an omniscient God. God is an all-knowing God. He's ever-knowing and everywhere, right? He's ever-loving, right? So I would like to, I would like to move away from that perception of religion, which displays God as naive, like someone who's, you know, if you say, if like someone who's naive, who just mm-hmm. blindly gets angry or just blindly do things. I'd like to believe that God is bigger than that. I'd like to believe that God is is mm-hmm. far much bigger than our perceptions of what of yeah, the kind of perceptions of who God is. So I'd like to say that religion is too relevant, but our we have to revise and look back to the principles that if we say mm-hmm. God is love, right? Who are, then mm-hmm. we look at how we are portraying Him and how we the display. Bible. You see how we display mm-hmm. how we get out all these practices. That is what we'd like to revise more rather than. Religion is ever relevant because humans are inherently spiritual, and psychologically, would say that in as much as we are inherently spiritual, and in and and that inherently spiritual gives birth to a need to understand better, even if you don't know who God is. Six example: you are born in an environment without the knowledge of God, but you always have that deeper yearning of that spiritual realm. And sometimes maybe you find yourself in a Christian society and then you will find God there. Then you go to Muslim, maybe you are in a Muslim community, you find Allah or all this different, but we're inherently spiritual. And that inherently spiritual nature of our being is what gives birth to our search for meaning. Then in our search for meaning, that it becomes a psychological need. And we and in that psychological need, we find religion, we find God, right? But then religion, as I said earlier, is like an organized way of yeah. practicing yeah. practicing or of trying to get closer to God or trying to reconcile to our spirituality, right? So I would think I would like to believe that religion is relevant. Spirituality is relevant. But our definition of what religion and how to practice spirituality is the one that needs revision. So I think that is my stance. And I think maybe in our part two, we can yeah. further what that, we can further narrow yeah. down to all these ideas into one corporate aggregate. So in finishing, frankly, because, what is, what uh, final thoughts? because we say that uh, every person experiences God in a different way. That means anyone can come up with a religion, with a, with a religion which is more rational to his or her own beliefs. So that's, those are the thoughts for for part two, maybe because that's what I think, because as we have been saying it, we have been seeing it, it's, it's just like, even no one really knows. Me, that, that's what I do think, no one really knows. Because how the Bible is portraying uh, God, I don't think God can be that angry to like send a flood to kill all the people, despite the weaknesses. Because when you look at the, when you look at the creation thing, God really knew, God God knew that humans were were weak, and uh, so so does it have to like does it have does it have to be like portrayed that uh, whoever is above us is tyrannical, he's uh, much more uh, intensive. Does it does does it have to be portrayed that way, or does it have to be uh, does it why why shouldn't it be portrayed that God is love, that uh, God is accommodative, that God loves us despite who we are? And why does it have like every uh, religious system? There has to be a good side and a bad side. Like there has to be two conflicting sides. There's one, uh, there's one superior being. Then there's the other, the other extremist being. Why does it have to be that way? Why doesn't it have to be just one system where there's uh, there's pure love? There's uh, like there's that inclusivity. There's no need to like uh, howl uh, to improvise all goals in our children so that when they are growing. It's like they're terrified of making mistakes because making a mistake is a sin. And when you when you make a when you make a sin, 
you'll go to hell. That's what most religions say. And uh, we, we all know that we learn by mistakes in the real world. So does it, does it mean that we have to revise uh, our current stances of approaching who God is? Yeah, those are the those are some of the thoughts that we'll be addressing in in uh, part two. So be on the lookout and continue sharing. Uh, comment below, and we'll just talk through it. But <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually not uh, very very much uh, subservient to like uh, any form of religion right now. It's not that I'm advocating for atheism because I'm not an atheist myself. I just see God in a different perspective than what. Uh, the current uh, systems do approach him. It's it's very it's it's as I say it's unique it's 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 unique to some it's unique to anyone. So yeah, and uh, it doesn't mean that uh, how how the Bible sees him is is it doesn't have to conform to how to how I I see it. So it, I might be disregarded because uh, this one is much more historical and it has survived for longer ages and my, many more many people believe in it. So and I'm 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 not saying that I'll come up with a new religion. It's just that I just want to like see a system where we will now see him differently. Like it doesn't have to be tyrannical. It doesn't have to like uh, weaken the or to intensify the suffering on the expense of uh, having a bigger plan, which is not even uh, feasible in the real world. Like I don't know, but keep 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 sharing, keep commenting down there. So, David, uh, final thoughts before we wrap this up. So, we actually hope to see you guys in part two. And uh, let's just talk through it. Yeah, it's okay. So, see you. See you guys. Have a nice, uh, here is a nice evening. And uh, let us know, like, what you want us to discuss in part two. Like, or, and also not, not even the matters of religion. Which other thing do you hope that we should address? So today we've, we've, we've had like interesting perspectives from David, from Sam Keliso, uh, who left us. But I hope you can you can also delve into that space and start thinking from our perspective. Yeah, does it mean that uh, we are seeing God in a bad way? Does it mean that uh, we need to change our perspectives and so on and so on? So from the alienator side, my name is Frank. See you next time for part two.